Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. I realize the the only way in is to just throw yourself in and and figure it out. And it's kind of this you know, are you going to sink or swim moment? And it's like, I'm not going to sink. <laughs> I'll figure it out. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. I call it actionable empowerment. Every single episode, you'll hear the story of a fantastic woman in tech, from engineers to founders to investors to journalists to designers, all sorts of different females in tech who have thrived. I want to share their stories with you so that you can know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast. I love, 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 love showcasing all these extraordinary women around the world. Right now, we are in Los Angeles at our home base, soon to be in New Zealand. So exciting. And next up, I have the fabulous Christina from Maslow. Hey, Maslow on the socials. No W, you guys. H-E-Y-M-A-S-L-O. Hi, Christina. Hi. So go ahead, introduce yourself and tell us all about Maslow. Sure. Uh, So thank you for having me. First off, I'm really excited to be here and excited that there is even something uh, called Women in Technology around here in LA, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, so my name is Christina Poindexter. I uh, am a co-founder of a tech startup out here called Maslow. Uh, and we are building a new interactive uh, way to think about what personified technologies are. So um, if you think of a lot of the virtual assistants of today, you know, like the series and right. Google Assistant, all those, um, they're really trying to help you get things done. Um, and they're productivity oriented. and um, we're really setting out to build something that we call a companion, which is kind of crazy. Um, but it's really this idea of what if technology were to um, interact with you in an empathetic and emotional way, which you can think of almost more as kind of a pet, right? Yeah. Um, you know, your your dog can't speak English, but you it kind of knows when you're down and it kind of comes over and comforts you. Or yeah. um, there's there's a lot of really cool things that you can do with it. So um, so yeah, that's a it's a long complicated thing, but that's where we're starting. So you can think of the first version of Maslow as a voice journaling app. I think that's the easiest way to sort of wrap your head around it. And I I will say, you know, building new technologies that don't exist, it's totally normal to be like, I don't totally get it. What is that? Right. Um, So Okay. Is it, it's on your, <laughs> let's start here. It's on your phone. It is on. So yes, the first version of it will be on your phone. And then the future version. If you think of something, I have to give you like a, an analogy. Okay. If you think of Siri. Yeah. Siri exists within a phone. Yeah. It also exists within a computer. It exists right. within, you know, home pods or okay. different speakers. Yeah. It can in- exist in a car. Right. So we're at a point where we're building technology that bridges platforms. Okay. And so as a startup, we have to start somewhere. And right. so we're starting with an app because it's a very quick and easy way right. to get a first version out. And an app, you go to the Apple store, yep. download the app. Yep. So it's not HTML5 or something like no. that. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, so the first version of Maslow will be a 
an app. Um, and the core experience of it will be a voice journal. So you go in and Maslow is this like really cute, quirky, uh, spherical character um, that uh, understands very basic, uh, you know, emotion from your voice. Yeah. So if it senses that, um, you know, you're speaking really enthusiastically and something, it will also be really enthusiastic and give kind of its own enthusiastic animation. Wait, it talks back to you? It doesn't talk. It doesn't speak words. It's like a cartoon. It emotes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is like, a, it's very like Pixar-like. Yeah. Um, and, you know, on the on the flip side, if you're kind of down and it, you know, it, it will kind of like droop and go, oh, you know, it's kind yeah. of, it has, it has kind of an emotional spectrum. And so the core experience is we really want to get um, more people uh, journaling, to be honest, yeah. and redefine what that even means. Um, there's so many, you know, mental health benefits to just checking in with yourself on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. And they don't have to be serious. Like they don't have to be like, you know, a very, you have to sit down and quiet and meditate. And I'm, there's nothing wrong with meditation. I meditate, you know, right yeah. here. Um, but I think that the the versions that we have today of checking in with ourselves and our emotional states are a little serious, right? Um, and they're a little scary and they're still stigmatized. So, But why Maslow and not voice memo or there's so many apps, the five minute, this and that, you know? That's an awesome question. Um, one thing that, that I've seen firsthand through a lot of the research that I've done with personified tech is that as soon as something, um, you know, animates back to you in, in technology, it unlocks something in our own psychology where we want to talk to it. Right. And... We, we want to ask it questions or we want to express more. And it's a very human thing, right? And so if you are actually speaking to this thing that can kind of empathize and emote back to you, it just makes conversation easier. It, it helps you open up. It helps you talk to it. Um, and it's something that does not exist within just a simple voice memo app, right? right. You're not necessarily doing it to go listen to later. You're doing it because it will give you perspective in the moment and the act of doing it is helping you. Right. And so make that fun. Make it playful. Right. Like it shouldn't be stressful. It should yeah. just be like a, hey, what's up? Today sucked. <laughs> like, <laughs> today was awful. Like I am yeah. stressed out, but like today, tomorrow's gonna be better. You know, yeah. like, um, so yeah, the core experience of Vazo, it's a voice journaling app to start where you can voice journal in less than a minute a day. Um, and you get to do it with this like super quirky, fun, like AI companion and it's cool. <laughs> it, what, what inspired this? Um, uh, the weirdness of my co-founder and I, um, nothing really. I don't know. My life experiences. Uh, I think there's a mix between understanding what we can do with AI tech, um, and a genuine desire to help people grow and not to help people like, you know, there's nothing wrong with the Fitbits of the world, but. Um, I think wearing my Fitbit feels like having my mother on my wrist telling me like I'm never moving enough and I like I'm probably eating too much all the time. So like what if we can do this in a way that like accepted wherever you were at, right? It's yeah. not it's not judging you. It's like sadness is okay. Anger is okay. Yeah. Fear is okay. Joy is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's so cool. Um, so when did you first realize you were passionate about technology? Oof. Um it's kind of a funny story, actually. Uh, I, you know, I, I was at, in, in college and I was kind of figuring out, like, what do I do with my life after college? You know, like the, the big questions. And um, I wasn't really thinking about technology. Um, I actually my my dad is, you know, an engineer and my mom worked in uh, technology marketing for years. So I was kind of around it. But I was like, no, I'm going to do something different. And I was kind of had my eye on advertising and marketing and just things that um, had more to do with people. Um, yeah. But 
a, a roommate of mine at the time um, just sort of like was like, you know, she was like, would you be interested in talking to Google? And I was like, no, I don't think so. I think I'm good. And she she basically just, you know, introed me and was like, no, you're going to talk to them. And I uh, through that kind of that that experience, I talked to a bunch of people there and I was like, wow, technology is not just engineering. Right. You know, and I had this preconception that I had to have a technical background and be glued to my computer screen and all of these things that aren't necessarily true. Um, to get into technology. And when I actually saw that there's this, there's so many roles that have to bridge, um, you know, technology with right. real humans. Yeah. And I think that's where I've really found my sweet spot um, and kind of where I, I fell in love with like the duality amongst that. And as a first time founder, what did you think it would be like and what is it actually like? <laughs> uh, well, I thought I wouldn't do this until I was like 40. Really? Yeah. You thought you'd have like a normal nine to five or kind of thing? Yeah. I mean, I, I thought you'd like needed to know how to do this before you did it, you know, which I think is maybe a quintessential like thing that women think yeah. sometimes. Right. I think but, just people in general. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I just, you know, I, I my, my co-founder and I were good friends um, when we were both leaving Google and and I realized it was like this, you know, there's there's no way to prep for doing this. Right. I could yeah. go to business school and I would probably learn some things. Uh, and make some new friends and, you know, build a network. Sure. But like, I, I realized the, the only way in is to just throw yourself in and and figure it out. And it's yeah. kind of this, you know, are you going to sink or swim moment? And yeah. it's like, I'm not going to sink. Yeah, <laughs> I'll figure it out. Um, I'll get there. Uh, and it'll, you know, it might take a few, you know, well, a lot of mistakes and a few different companies or rounds or whatever. But um, you learn on your feet. You, you know, you learn by doing or at least I do. So 100 percent. I, it's funny because I was thinking about driving over here. I was thinking about um, how we, okay, there's this, my mentor sent me this image of, uh, I wish I had my phone next to me to show you of like the, the life cycle of like an entrepreneur's oh, way of geez. thinking, yeah. which is like super excited. What the fuck am I doing with my life? <laughs> yes, it's going to be amazing. Holy shit. How will I ever figure this out or something? You know what I mean? Not linear. And then it will will be okay. Like not linear. I was like, why aren't there more examples of this? You know, because I was, I was open with you when I got here that I I had a, like a rough start mentally to my morning. And I was like, this is probably really normal, but because no one talks about it. And that's why I just told you right when I walked in, I'm like, this is what's happening for me this morning. Um, I had just so everybody knows, like I had a bout of anxiety. I woke up with it and it happens pretty often and it's frustrating. And most of it is all related to being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And so those are the trigger points. And it it made me think of this image that I saw that I'm like, oh, there's probably so many people that feel exactly like I do. But I feel completely isolated because all I see online are like, yay, entrepreneur, everything's awesome. And I raised a million billion dollars and like everything's great. And I have a sea of customers and yeah, where are the examples of the, yeah, just yeah. the range. Right. Yeah. I think there's, there's a huge emotional range to being an entrepreneur. And, yeah. um, you know, I think there's a, there's a big pressure to be, to kind of present that image of like, things are going great. Yeah. Right. Like we, this is happening. This is yeah. awesome. You know, yeah. like totally. And, and it's good. I think it's, it's, uh, it comes from a genuine desire to be optimistic and, you totally. you need like stupid reserves of optimism in order to be in this job because there's really low points. Yeah, <laughs> you know? there's yeah. A times where it's like we are almost out of funding, or you know yeah. we don't have enough money to to pay for what we want to do, and we have to make some really tough calls. Yeah. So you know, and I I actually think that this can segue really well into like 
technology today where, um, you know, we've created these worlds where we've we've you know, we portray the best parts of ourselves but that at the expense of our own honesty, right? right? I think it's so rare and, and wonderful that you came in this morning and you're like, hey, yeah, I'm just kind of struggling. I'm struggling with this to this morning, right? This is, it's just my state today, yeah. right? Um, and, uh, you know, why is there a lack of technology that can engage with us on those levels? Totally. Right? It was interesting, two things. One, I hesitated on telling you because I didn't want it to become a burden for you. We're like, oh, that's weird. Now I have to deal with this thing on this girl that I don't even know, you know. Mm -hmm. But I decided to just be open because who knows, maybe maybe you'd be understanding. And then relating to technology, it would be great if when I because I feel it coming on right away. I'm very aware that, oh, here we go. Another journey through an anxiety attack. Like if I could pick up some sort of app or some sort of physical thing and it could just snap me out of it like a pattern interrupt yeah would be amazing yeah maybe there is an app that does that well i don't don't, know but you know there's i think the the interesting thing is we always try you know all humans we kind of try to escape from our emotions yes and um totally there it's you know (laughs) the only way out is through sometimes yeah and uh you know the, that's that's kind of the you know I've, I taught yoga for a good chunk of years and I kind of have this whole like mind body side that I mix in with technology and I think that's what's like it's a very strange combination but it, it also is really interesting because you know there's emotions are facts like if we're in an emotional state we're angry or we're sad or we're anxious right it's not like up for debate it's just yeah. a fact like we're feeling angry right now right? right we're feeling and it's a very like meditation way to look at it interesting um, yeah but you know if our technology treated that as a fact you know maybe it could help us see or at least get perspective that like oh like you know you tend to be anxious like on Thursdays for some reason or on Wednesdays yeah. and it lasts like 6 hours yeah and then you snap out of it and if yeah. you're reminded of that perspective it's easier to get through it totally so, i love that so bringing it back to being a first-time founder and building Maslow, how do you face obstacles that are presented to you? And what is an example of one obstacle you've had that you've successfully overcome? Yeah. Well, I've started getting used to the the um, reality that every obstacle looks different. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I think... They're in, not in books. They're not in books. And I think in, in past jobs, it was like, oh, I don't need to... I don't know how to do this. Or like, I need to go look up how to do this. Right. There's no looking up how to do this. Yeah. Um. So, gosh, what's a good example? Man, I wish we could look up how to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, recently, you know, we decided to um, just go heads down on building product, right? Yeah. And actually stop, you know, doing kind of these other things like fundraising, little tiny bits of marketing. We just kind of was like, nope, we're just doing, we're doing this fully. Yeah. Right. And um, it's risky because, you know, we, we have a certain chunk of money and we just have to trust ourselves that, you know, in two months when we have a product and we go back out, things will work out. Right. And the challenge that increase, increasingly the challenges for me are trusting myself and being like, I don't know how to do this, but this is what I'm doing anyway. Yeah. And, um, and I think being a a first time entrepreneur, you know, anyone out there, correct me if I'm wrong or if you have any other suggestions, but I think that's just how it works. Right. You know, there, there is no roadmap. There is no plan. Yeah. And, uh, especially coming from sort of a corporate academic environment, that's totally new. So that's, that's my challenge. Those are the things I work through. I always say that your intuition is your Oracle. Yeah. GPS system. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, when there there is no more reasoning through something or you yeah. don't know how to do it, you trust your gut. Totally. Call that what you want. 
Totally. Yeah. Walk so. me through your trajectory because you grew up in Laguna. Yeah. And then you moved to both Silicon Valley and New York. Walk me through sure. the, your yeah. timeline. Yeah. I I um I grew up in Laguna. Mom's Italian, so I actually grew up. Uh, I spent a lot of time growing up in Italy as well. I went to Yale for undergrad. Nice. Um, so I moved to Connecticut and spent two summers working in New York. Um, one I uh, was a yoga related thing, and the other was in advertising. You know, so I kind of did the Mad Men That's scene. Just like <laughs> yoga and advert, like two entirely different worlds. Yes. You would think that, but they are connected in, in odd ways. Yeah, because all the ad people need yoga. <laughs> that too. Um, so, and then after school, I um, moved out to uh, San Francisco and yeah. did the commute back and forth um, down Silicon Valley. Um, worked at Google for four years and moved uh, just less than a year ago uh, down here to L.A. really to to just like be around family again and explore a new city that has kind of more of a creative scene. So. Awesome. And where can people connect with you on social and directly? Uh, Twitter is probably good. Um, I'm virtual Christina, Christina with a C and no H. Um, sort of my thing. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and then Maslow has its own Twitter uh, at Hey Maslow, um, H-E-Y-M-A-S-L-O. Perfect. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. It's extraordinary being able to celebrate so many women around the world, especially here in my hometown of Los Angeles. Christina, you've been awesome. Everybody check out Maslow. Say hey on all the socials. And uh, I will talk to you guys, see you guys, hear you guys in the next episode at Women in Tech Show on all the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Bye. UpGuard. One of my favorite companies in Mountain View combines asset discovery, security ratings, and vendor questionnaires for the only complete cyber risk solution. Not only do they keep us safe online, they empower women in tech internally. They focus on hiring female engineers to make sure that we rise to the top. So I welcome you to take a look at their job opportunities from Mountain View to New York, New York, to Sydney, Australia. They are a company worth exploring. Their mentorship culture is magnetic. Mention the Women in Tech podcast when you apply. Just as they celebrate women in tech, we want to celebrate you too. So make sure to let us know when you've reached out to UpGuard and we'll make sure to feature you on the Women in Tech social channels. We believe in you. UpGuard.com. Visit them for yourself. You'll see exactly what I mean. The Women in Tech podcast is an independent production funded by you, the community. To support Women in Tech, if you believe in the vision as much as we do, please consider going to womenintechpodcast.com. That's womenintechpodcast.com and just click on the contribution link to keep this podcast going. Thank you. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.